Yeah, no, I guess the the conflict over over urban space um, as well. You know, all of these things get get kind of grouped together, at least in in the British obsession with house prices and um, mm. the the increasing price of an asset, which which some people uh, do own. So I guess maybe to sort of broaden out the discussion um, a little bit in in your book, as well as chapters on work, money, culture, environment, housing, the authorities and solidarity, you also have chapters on uh, gender and race. And I think, mm. you know, we could put it this way, that the left often has a lot of trouble or it's very contested the relationships between gender, race, and class. So, what 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 perspective do you adopt? Yeah. So, well, why don't we start with race? Um, I think just because, I mean, obviously, what's happening across the world today as well, um, which maybe we can kind of come on to talk to. I think the most important thing to say is that you know, race and class, they have a shared history. And you can't understand one without the other. And I'm, I'm going to talk, I guess, a little bit from both a British and an American perspective. But there's so many different ways in which we can relate to this. Uh, so, you know, the the theorist William uh, Du Bois said, you know, what is whiteness? What it, Because when we talk about race, we're not just talking about, um, you know, black or Asian or brown. We're talking about white as well. And, you know, what is whiteness? He said, whiteness is the ownership of the earth forever and ever. Mm. And it's an interesting definition because actually when you look at, you know, who owns private property, who owns the earth today, a recent study showed that of the most powerful financial organizations in the world, the people that ran and owned them, 84% of them were white. And, you know, this is in a, in a world system where more than half of the world's population, something like 4.3 billion people, earn less than $5 a day. And, and these people are almost entirely black and brown people. And there's nothing unnatural or inevitable about this. You know, there's nothing natural or inevitable about the fact that um, we've ended up with this huge racialized class-based distinction down the middle of the world mm. um, is to do with the history of slavery, colonialism, exploitation, and, and looting. And I guess the, the origin story of where this came from has been written a lot by many different, um, you know, uh, black, brown, and white scholars. I, I, in the book, I take a lot from Acid Hyder's Mistaken Identity and work by Satnam Verdi, which mm. says that whiteness was really created in the tobacco fields of Georgia, uh, sorry, the tobacco fields of Virginia um, in the early uh, British colonial expansion into the US as a way of really of enforcing power and dividing a lot of the, the the workers who came there actually at the time as indentured servants rather than as slaves from uh, from Africa and also from Europe. And basically after a rebellion, um, the British colonial elites and had to fled, fled back to London and, and, and after came back, realized that they couldn't just kind of put down the population with, with force. They also needed to create some kind of legal distinctions that basically separated out the Europeans as white people who could, and what was whiteness? It was effectively to own, um, to own land and what, and, and 
to 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 own in the end are uh, slaves. So mm. really, this kind of idea of ownership, which is fundamental to any class analysis uh, or any Marxist class analysis, is deeply tied, I think, with the history of racism. But I don't think that's. Can I to just say jump that, in? You know, Sorry. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, obviously that history is uncontestable. Um, but I think today you often see a, a notion, a popularly held notion, that almost inverts these relationships. Not that race uh, and racism was a product of class society and a means of domination, but the other way around, that somehow race is an essential category that always exists um, and that class is just one inflection of it. Or indeed, maybe just that race is one division that exists in society and that there's racial inequalities and that there's class inequalities. And they're just inequalities like any other, or rather they're comparable inequalities. And that I think misunderstands uh, any kind of materialist interpretation of, of what class is, fundamentally that it's a relationship that structures all these other ones. So, I mean, how do you position yourself with regard to that? I mean, isn't there also a risk in talking up kind of the idea of whiteness and treating it as a kind of almost trans-historical category, something that structures everything else um, and, and that you end up with a kind of idealist understanding of, of how things work? 